Hey friends, it's Bill and Danny here with a big announcement. We've launched a Patreon page. For as little as a few dollars per month, you could have access to exclusive content, a chance to win monthly giveaways, an opportunity to join our show, and so much more. It's an incredible way to play a crucial part in the growth of a couple of park hoppers. Head to patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers now and check out the different subscription tiers and what exclusive benefits you'll receive in return. Once again, that's patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Thank you for your support. And, and we'll, we'll see you there. there. My name is Bill. And I'm Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park, park hoppers. hoppers. It's time for the return of our hit series where we discuss every attraction in one single theme park and determine whether it's magical or tragical. In a series twist, we'll be looking back on every aspect of Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. Let's, Let's hop, hop to it. it. This is one of the better versions of this song, if not the best version. It very well might be the best version yes. of this song. Uh, the Disney Enchantment song from the fireworks from the 50th anniversary, sung by our good friends at Amity Park. Go yes, Amity them. Park gets a yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs up for Amity Park. <laughs> thumbs up for Amity Park. Go check down. out, <laughs> check out our friends. Check out our friends at Amity Park on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all over the social medias. They do awesome pop punk covers of Disney Park songs, as you can hear in the background here. So shout out to them. They did give us some permission to use their music in the shows. So yes. we're going to start doing that because we love their renditions of Disney Park songs. Yeah, we hope to you know get to work with them more in the future. But we love what you guys do. We can't make it until you're... <laughs> we can't wait until you're so big that you forget about us but just bring us with you okay right because right? you are the magic <laughs> they are the magic but speaking of being the magic <laughs> the orlando basketball team no oh. the 50th anniversary david copperfield no but oh. but i used to have a crush on him when i was david a kid Blaine? no let's keep Penn talking teller about no oh david copperfield when he did that trick where he used to cut the lady in half yeah i used to hide behind the couch in my parents house you really did that <laughs> I really hit yeah, behind her the couch. Yeah, guts were hanging out and everything. I, I was, was terrified. It, it was gross. I, I, was I saw it. Oh, well, I was terrified as a child because I thought he was really committing murder. Murder. <laughs> but anyway. Speaking of murder, <laughs> Disney killed off the 50th anniversary. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but I am very grateful that this is it is 18 months is over. Me too. Me too. Uh, I thought I made a big deal about my birthday. <laughs> yeah, at least we don't celebrate yours for 18 months. <laughs> challenge, a year and a half of a year. Challenge accepted. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> when I turn 40, I'm going to walk around with a giant 4-0 medallion. Oh, man, thing. you're going to dress up as a big cake. <laughs> yes, I'm going to have swirls on my arms. Perfect. <laughs> and I'm going to have jewelry. 
Perfect. <laughs> Bedazzle my face. <laughs> so this episode, we are bringing back our fan favorite uh, segment or type of episode. episode. Magical or tragical. And series. We're gonna, it's a series. series. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I, I was My brain tooted and I couldn't remember <laughs> what. That's the first time you've ever said that as long as we've been dating. <laughs> well, I didn't say, fine, brain fart. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, I I, just, I couldn't think of the word that I was trying to say, but you you saved me because you are yeah. the magic. Yeah, because uh, you're brain tooted. I cannot wait to never say that again. You are the magic. I can't wait to say that you're brain tooted all the time now. <laughs> Whoops. What did I get myself into? But yes, we are bringing back the very popular, very well-received series, Magical or Tragical, where we decide on a bunch of different elements. Usually it's a, an entire theme park where we talk about the shows or the attractions. But this year we're going to do an episode on the entire Walt Disney World 50th anniversary. And we have a list of 18 things that we came up with that we're going to decide whether they were, thank God they were, magical or tragical. I do want to say that when we were discussing how to kind of commemorate the ending of the 50th anniversary uh, with all the merch we've got on the table in front of us well more so like for our listeners sure uh we wanted to somehow talk about it and then we kind of discussed the idea of bringing magical or tragical outside of just you know looking at each theme park so yeah i think this is something that might work out really well because yeah it's a really like clear way of talking about it now i will say we're not going to spend too much on each subject just because that with 18 <laughs> subjects. A There's a lot. We're There's not going to dive deep into our own opinions. We're just going to kind of go over each one and decide. Yeah. I'm sure that if you look back, you can find my rant on enchantment. So I don't even know how long that rant was. Your rant enchantment? My rant enchantment. Your enrantment? <laughs> Enragement. Ooh, all right. <laughs> all right. So let's start at the beginning. So if you're new here, the way this works is we talk about uh, whatever subject it is whether we believe it's magical or tragical, and then we give our reason why. Sure. Um, and then, let's see, at the very end, do you want to go back through and just... Yeah, we can, we can dive back through it at the very end. But before we dive into this list, let me just give you a heads up on who we are. If this is your first time checking us out, we are a couple of park hoppers. My name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And... Like I said, we are a couple of park hoppers, and this is our show. So welcome. Thank you for downloading this episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever format you are listening on. We greatly appreciate you. If you go to your uh, specific app store or the, the specific app that you're listening on, go ahead and give us a five-star rating. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a review. We greatly appreciate that. Yes, we would very much and appreciate that. And shout out that. to our Patreons looking here on camera, patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers watching us do our show as they can every week as part of a really fun benefit that they get. They get to see a fully unedited behind the scenes version of our podcast. Whereas the show that we release on Apple Podcasts and Spotify is uh, a little bit edited and puts some you know extra magic into the show, so you get a little peek behind the curtain. Support us for as little as three dollars a month. Patreon.com/slash A Couple of Park Hoppers. We greatly appreciate you. Uh, excellent. Well, we're gonna go ahead and jump right into it. Let's do it. So. In case you weren't aware, which if you aren't, I don't know how you happen to avoid this, but the 18, uh, there are 18 months that we're discussing are for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration. Yep. So at this point, they're 51 and a half. <laughs> for real, though. And so uh, every 
big like birthday, they will basically throw like a, a, bash. a bash for 18 months. The last time they did a really big one that is it, I is it always 18 months? Because I feel like it was 18 months because of all, all the limitations. I they think had with it was COVID. a re- it was either a year or 18 months when in, during the 25th anniversary with the big cake castle. Yes. Yeah. That was magical for me. Okay. That was the first time I ever went to Disney World. Sure. 1996. That w- things were fun in 1996. Yeah. Now I had a everyone would throw a freaking fit outside if they did that to the castle again. <laughs> you know what's funny is <laughs> some things never change. <laughs> that yeah. I still want to go to Disney World and I still love the Backstreet Boys. There we go. So uh, 1996 to 2023. Is there anything that you still love? After all that time, and you can't say me because we didn't know each other. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> uh, my sports teams. I guess go my favorite and sports Disney. teams in Disney. <laughs> all right, so let's dive into our list here. We've got a lot to cover here. We've got eighteen items on this list, so let's dive in. You want to start with number one? Yeah, let's start with number one. And so- this is a fully random list. We came up with our list, and then we put it literally into a randomizer and decided that was the order we're going to talk about. All right. Things. Are you going to keep track or do you want me to keep track of Go what we're it. saying? Go then for I'm it. going to need that pen. You take that pen. <laughs> All right. So the first thing we're going to go over is the 50th decorations on Main Street. Uh, honestly, I'm going to kick this off by just saying I'm going to find these tragical. Okay. Uh, the reason for that is I honestly, after a while, I just didn't even see them. They kind of blended in with everything. Yeah. They didn't feel very special. And when they took them off, I didn't notice. They didn't feel very celebratory. There was a lot of vinyl banners. That's kind of what the gist of it was. Yeah. Um, And then a little bit later, we're going to talk about another part of um, said 50th decorations on Main Street that we wanted to put on this list as a separate topic. But yeah, ultimately, it didn't really feel like an anniversary celebration at all on Main Street. When it comes to the decorations. Right. Like I said, it was basically just vinyl banners, these nice looking iridescent 50th, you know, world's most magical celebration banners, but they were kind of generic and kind of the same thing everywhere you looked. Well, also there were like some clocks like in front of the Emporium and stuff, but they okay. just, but when they took them away, it was like, that wasn't oh, always the, those, there. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. It felt very like already there. It wasn't like an right. extra. Right. And so I, for that, I'm going to say tragical. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to agree. Um, I didn't think that the, the celebration was really, um, tried hard with i guess is what i want to say as far as main street decorations go generally you know halloween or christmas they got to go all out on main street with right decorations where this never really felt like main street usa was celebrating anything right so aside from those vinyl banners there really was nothing so i'm gonna go ahead and say tragical as well for that one here's the thing i just want to note before we move on they were pretty it's just they blended into the background when you didn't like when you weren't paying attention and like when they were they were gone, I didn't even notice they were gone. Right, exactly. And for I think for that reason, I think that we have to say that. Um, and for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> Short uh, take. All right, number two. Number two. So we're gonna go ahead and discuss the beacons of magic. Now, real quick, I want to preface this: this beacons of magic. We're gonna talk about three parks because there's another one. That we is a little bit further down our list that I want to specifically discuss. Okay. So beacons of magic, we're going to touch on the the nighttime beacons of magic projection show at Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom. Okay. Those are the three. So I'll go first on this one. Beacons of magic, 
I thought they were great. I thought they were really nice. The music was really cool and uplifting. Um, some of the, the voiceover in it was kind of weird, but the Magic Kingdom Castle really did a great job at lighting up in the nighttime and celebrating 50 years of the most magical place on Earth. It was awesome. Great way to start the castle being lit up for the rest of the night. Hollywood Studios, Beacons of Magic, was really cool. They had these really cool projections on the Tower of Terror um, that actually made it look like the Hollywood Tower of Terror was like alive again. And you could actually look on the top of Tower of Terror and you could see the ballroom, which is all called the Tip Top Club on the top of the Hollywood Tower Hotel. And you could actually see people dancing up there as right. if it was open. So I thought that was really cool. And then the Beacons of Magic at... Uh, the Tree of Life at Animal Kingdom. Those projection shows are always really cool, at least you know when you are allowed to see them because the park closes so early. But when Animal Kingdom is open late enough where you get to see some darkness and the projection show on the tree, I think that looks really cool. So big time magical for me. I would definitely agree. Um, I would say that, however, I'm almost this close to saying tragical. Okay. The reason for that is because when it first came out, it felt a lot bigger than it was the rest of the 18 months. Um, I also don't see it very often okay. since we've gone in the last like sure. year. Cause I remember the, the very like first night we went and saw enchantment. It fe- every time it happened, it felt like a huge deal. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I feel like they kind of toned it down a little bit. It was all, it was actually really interesting because the night we saw Enchantment, the first night, October 1st, the actual 50th anniversary, they did the Beacons of Magic every 15 minutes right. leading up to that. After that day, it was done once right. every single night. It was like the, the, the lighting of the castle, essentially. So when it went from the regular daytime up lighting as it gets darker to like the full-on projection at night, the Beacons of Magic would, was what would kick that off. And they only did it one time a night after that. But the night we saw it, they did it multiple times, and I thought that was really fun. So I'm, I'm definitely going to go with Magical as well. But, um, I mean, I'm... <laughs> If we had a vote for Tramagical, (laughs) (laughs) which is just like, you know what? You made it at the beginning. You made it really good. And then you toned it down for some reason. Yeah. Um, But I have to say magical because every time I saw it, it was magical. And it's really just hard to like, you can't, you can't like hate on that at all. Right. So each of them were wonderful. Um, I'm going to ask you, did you have a favorite out of those three? Uh, Out of those three, it was probably the castle one. Okay. Um, I really did like being there and you could hear it and it was really loud and you could see the castle light up and the way the music kind of built up as the projections lit the castle up. I thought they did a really good job with that. Um, I'm actually, I would say that um, outside of the castle, I think the Hollywood Studios one was, did not get enough love. Yeah. I think that that would be like a very close like yeah, second for me, but the second. castle, you can't beat a magical castle moment. Yeah. And everybody turns around like, what's happening? Wow. Ooh. Yeah. You know, it's I just one should, of those things. Also, before we move on, I just wanted, I don't think we've ever told the story. The first night, <laughs> maybe we have the first night that we saw it and we were waiting for enchantment. We waited for like, I don't know, seven hours. hours. So we were, we had our spot. We were waiting. It was hot. It was ridiculous. And then all of a sudden the beacons of magic happened and we recorded it, but it was like filling with pixie dust. And, and then they played this song 
And it's like Mrs. Doubtfire saying. <laughs> I know. But Ooh, the pixie dust there. <laughs> Hello. But hang on, hang on. So at the very end of the Beacons of Magic, it was like the most magical place on earth. <laughs> nobody nobody knew nobody what they were saying. Nobody could figure out what they were saying. And we listened yeah. to it. I have it, so keep keep uh keep and talking. We for a listened second. to it like four times before we realized what they were saying. But in between each take, we were just going so stir crazy. We would just look at each other and be like, the most magical place on earth. And sound, sound like Cartman when we were singing. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? I do remember. <laughs> 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 uh, you want to hear it? Yeah, but once we realized like what it was, I think it was also like the sound of where we were. But right. yes, I want to hear it. The most magical place on earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like picture that with like reverb and you know stuff that you being in the middle of the hub with like a gazillion other people <laughs> Let's see if i can add some reverb Let's see if we can... <laughs> this is kind of what it sounded like here ready most magical place on earth Well, that didn't work out as well as I thought it would. Okay, I know what you were going for, though. Um, but I do have to say, like, I remember not understanding what they were saying. And we were going so stir-crazy just being like, the most... Because, the, like, the most magical place on Earth part was so clear. But then the second part just sounded like... Me, 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 me. But, like, in a more Cartman-y voice. Yeah. Me, 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 me. But we're going to move on to our next one. Please. <laughs> so I just had, I don't know if we'd ever talked about that. You go a little stir crazy sitting around for that many hours. For sure. All right. So the next one is going to be character costumes. And um, mostly we're talking about our, our, uh, our main characters. We got Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Pluto. Mm-hmm. Not Clarabelle. Ooh, boo that cow. <laughs> it was so funny when my family was here <laughs> when Clarabelle was in the dancing. Everybody's like... Boo, why is she here? I was like... <laughs> She's always just there. Like, nobody... Scrumptious! Scrumptious! All right, so what do you think about the, the costumes? I liked them. I thought they were really fun. I love shades of blue. Um, so the blue pants and the light blue jacket and the iridescent colors, I thought they were great. And if you're watching here on Patreon... Our friend over here, Mickey Mouse, the uh, popcorn bucket right in front of you guys. That's the that's the costume we're talking about, and the little wishables uh, right in front of Danny there. Um, but we, I, I liked the costumes. I thought they were really nice. Uh, nice change from what they had before, even though the the whole um, the street party, uh, like the polka dotted costumes and and the confetti and all that stuff. I liked those too, but I thought these were really sharp when they started. So I'm going to vote magical. Oh, I'm going to vote magical too. Um, if you know me personally, I do. What, <laughs> you do. Um, one, Shocking. <laughs> one thing you will learn about me is that my favorite color is blue. If you're ordering something for me, get it in blue. What shade of blue? I don't really care. Just get it in blue. I love all colors of blue. And I know that there's a scientific like background on that, that blue like helps with happiness, like happy feelings in your brain. 
but I know that's probably not why they chose it. It's just... Is that why blue the dog is blue? I don't think so. But if you go to like different therapies and stuff, they'll do blue lights. Gotcha. Shout out Steve Burns. We all love you. <laughs> we do love Steve. Um, but I love these costumes. They were had just the right amount of glitz and glamour without being too like for 18 months. They like, actually felt celebratory. Right. The outfits definitely did. I loved Minnie's outfit. I looked high and low to try to see if I could find like a dress dupe that I could wear to the 50th anniversary, like on October 1st, Sure. Uh, which I didn't realize we were going to be sitting on hot concrete for seven hours. So I'm uh, glad that didn't happen. Um, but overall, I absolutely loved their outfits. Um, I think their outfits can do so much for the vibe of what's going on. For instance, like when we think of the street party, which I could have sworn was coming back. Nothing yet. So, so move it, we'll shake see. it, mask it, dance it. We'll see. That's all I want out of life right now. Bring that Come back. Come on, everybody. Put your ears on. I mean, I brought back Happily Ever After, so I think I can do you anything. <laughs> you will get full credit for that. <laughs> I know. I never thought that was going to happen. I knew it. Um, but those outfits make it feel like a certain kind of party when sure. you're there. And I think that these outfits for the 50th definitely made it feel like exactly the vibe they wanted to bring so totally. absolutely magical and and Love. just to touch on your happily ever after thing i don't think that was ever the plan but i think they uh called an audible and brought it back yeah somebody must have heard me rant about 27 Sh- times sure did sure did i don't Nikki's think i've ever listening. i don't think i've ever ranted so hard about anything in public or you private even had memes made about you <laughs> There's a picture of Danny on Splash Mountain going like this, like really angry face, and like then somebody this. slapped an enchantment logo on it. It's hilarious. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll have to show you guys one day. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's move on. So next is going to be the lights on Spaceship Earth. So this is the fourth beacon of magic that I was saving because... Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll go first for this one. Go ahead. Absolutely magical. There is nothing I love more than what they did with spaceship earth i hope it stays my guess is it right now it's gonna stay that's the plan uh i my best guess is because it is a much lower maintenance option in terms of turning like their icon of the park into something that they can literally do so many things with yeah um look all the 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 specific shows that they've done for the festivals they've done things with Colors of the Wind. They've done things with Rainbow Connection. They've done things with Encanto. With the Figment. With Figment. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many different little light shows, simple light shows that they can do. It's also absolutely stunning. Yeah. uh, When you drive by, anytime we see it for miles. Yeah. Anytime we drive by at night, like, and even if it's closed, I always. I don't know. It's given Spaceship Earth like a whole like new personality because anytime we drive by, I'm always like, "Bye, Spaceship Earth," or I like just like say something by Epcot yeah I usually just say something to her as um, we're going by um and she just looks gorgeous in her lights and I say her because everybody's just referred to Spaceship Earth as the prettiest girl in school so Spaceship Earth (laughs) yes but I think that whoever came up with that brilliant yes brilliant they can do so many things with it and my guess is it should be easier to maintain than a lot of things that they do yeah so please keep it what about you magical or tragical so we have a list of 18 things and there's a lot about the 50th anniversary that i didn't like but this is by far the best thing they did for the 50th anniversary this 
was brilliantly done. It is gorgeous at night, whether even it's it's white lights or colored lights or dancing lights. It looks stunning. You can see it from miles. You can see it from an airplane. You can see it from the resorts. It is amazing. Spaceship Earth already looked really good with the with the gradient colors uplit that like it used to have prior to these lights, but this brings it to another level. Oh, like absolutely. when you're in the parking lot, like all the way in the west boonies when you're parked way out there, you can still see it. It's just such a great addition to the parks and hope they never get rid of it. And it is my opinion, like I said, the best thing that they that came out of this 50th anniversary were those lights on Spaceship Earth. That Beacons of Magic is 1,000% times 50 magical. <laughs> times 50. Yes. I also want to say that when you watch some of the shows and watch the everything that's happening up close, I always felt like either a goldfish or like a mosquito. Like, I just wanted to walk towards the light. Yeah. Like, it was so... Like, you were in a trance when you were watching that. Mm-hmm. So... um I'm so glad it's here to stay. And if Me they too. start to take it down, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> I will rant again, Disney. <laughs> oh, geez. Don't want that. <laughs> don't want that. <laughs> All right. You want to introduce the next one? Yeah. The next one is going to be number five is the song. The magic is calling. I'm going to let it play. Let's sizzle for a second. Let it let you go first on this one um it's it's a poppy beat it is it's fun it's catchy uh that particular version was actually played as you walk out of the park after harmonious mm-hmm. um so watching harmonious getting the little post show that they did and then hearing that song was a great way to kind of kill the the lights and all that um there's different versions of the song the one from the mickey and, and friends cavalcade at magic kingdom i could not be happier that it's gone. Oh. That's that version of it cuz mainly cuz I've worked there a bunch. <laughs> I've heard that song so many times okay. that I'm very very tired of it. Um but overall the magic is calling. I didn't really understand the <laughs> slogan and like the marketing <laughs> campaign um between b- behind like answer the call like if you're going to want to go to Disney World, you're going to go. Like <laughs> Disney's not calling and you're going, "Okay, let's go." Like that's the uh, that's just sure. never that's never been the thing. So I, I was always kind of weirded out by that marketing campaign. But the song was catchy enough that it was fine, but I'm going to go tragical on this one. Um it's funny that you say that because I'm actually going to go magical with oh, this one. Okay. Um and I know this is probably going to bury the lead for uh, <laughs> in case you haven't heard. Um there have been other shows, particularly in the Magic Kingdom, where the music was hot garbage. <laughs> and this was not hot garbage. They actually, like, they tr- they tried on many different versions to make this a bop and to make you want to dance. And anytime I saw this cavalcade, I always felt happy. Um, anytime I heard this at the end of Harmonious, it made me happy. And I didn't feel red hot rage like I do with Enchantment when I hear this song. It actually made me happy. Um, I totally agree with you on (laughs) the magic is calling answer the call. Um, I do think that whoever like wrote that was surrounded by a bunch of yes men. (laughs) Sure. That that somebody was like, I've got it. 
Somebody called me. I'm going to answer the call. But you know what else can be calling? The magic. Answer it. And like the rest of the people in the room were like, yeah, that works. That sounds good to me. Um, but overall, I really like the song. Like when I hear it in the future, I'll think of it with fondness. Sure. And so I'm going to go with magical for this one. So tragical for me, magical for you. And let's move on to number six. 50th character cavalcades, iridescent flotilla, Mickey's celebration cavalcade. So there were a couple of 50th anniversary specific cavalcades that came about for this celebration. Uh, Mickey's Celebration Cavalcade was the one I was referencing at Magic Kingdom, and the Iridescent Flotilla was actually a, char- a character appearance on a boat going through the river at Disney's Animal Kingdom that started when we were having distanced character sightings and all of that, but it continued as those character meet and greets started to slowly come back. Um, it was a nice addition to the park. I loved the Cavalcade addition during COVID, one of the best things to come out of COVID, right. is, if that's a sentence, um, if you can say the best thing to come out of COVID. I think cavalcades but, are great. But more character appearances around the parks was great. Yeah. You know, having Mickey and friends in this one and then way back when, when uh, they did a Halloween one with Jack and Sally and then they had the villains one. Like, it was great seeing those characters out and about that you don't normally see parading throughout the park. Um, so I'm Gaston glad on a horse. <laughs> yeah. That was the best. Yeah. Oh my god. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah. So the ca- the cavalcades are a great addition to the parks. Uh, the celebration cavalcade. As much as I didn't enjoy this song, I loved seeing Mickey and friends out with all the dancers and the ribbons and everything, and then seeing them float down the river at Animal Kingdom was great. So as far as fiftieth character cavalcades go, I'm gonna vote magical. Um, I'm also gonna go with magical. I like had a deep, deep like longing to see the characters while while they were gone. Totally. It like made me extremely sad. And when, you know, living here and not getting to see characters and like, I love character meet and greets. Um, And let me say specifically like what's, not face characters. So not characters who can physically speak to me. Yeah. Um, So like Mickey, Minnie, like anybody who's like, characters. Yes. Um, so I love getting to meet them that I don't care how old I am. That always brings me so much joy. Sure. And um, sometimes I have trouble with the face characters to talk to them. If they're fully in character, they're hard to have a conversation with unless you're in character with them. I've so. gotten better at it, but like sometimes I'm easy. like, sometimes it gives me a little anxiety that I'm like, what is like, what are the particulars in their movie? Like, I feel like I'm trying to remember stuff. I'm a very joking and sarcastic person. So when I meet the villains, I have a lot more fun because they're kind of like that. But when I meet like Anna and Elsa and they're calling me your majesty, and I'm like, <laughs> ah, I'm not a king. Ah, <laughs> loss of words. Ah. Well, yes, <laughs> you know? I, I totally agree. Like if I'm going to meet with a, a face character, it's because somebody else wanted to normally, yeah. or I just happen to be in that space. Yeah. Um, but, for a long the time, Duke we of Wesselton. <laughs> for a long time we didn't get to see any characters. So then, when they started appearing on these cavalcades, it was very special to be able yeah. to get those moments. Totally, and um, it always made me feel emotional. And then when we finally got to like do character meet and greets from a distance, I was emotional again. And then <laughs> when we finally got She's to hug them, I, I have a big heart, but not in a medical sense. <laughs> 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 yeah, not in a large heart. You have a big heart. Yes. Um, but the thing is, like, I think it's 
I, I will always think of these as magical because it brought something that we lost and they were trying to protect everybody Agreed. at that time. Yep. And I think there's something very beautiful about the fact that they kept the magic alive for so many people by putting these characters and keeping their cast safe by yep. keeping them at a distance. Love it. But not only that, allowing so many people to see them as the cavalcade moved. It was just like, there is something very beautiful about keeping the magic alive that way. So I will always believe that these cavalcades, I love that they're still around. Yeah. But I love what they did in that time of like difficulty. Absolutely. So definitely magical. So we both agree magical there. Let's move on to our number seven on our list. And that is Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. And fireworks. Pow, 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 pow. And wait for it. Sizzle. And sizzle. <laughs> I know you said pow, but if you're not watching in front of the castle, it's like, ah, ah. <laughs> Right. The fireworks during the day, just shooting out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I, can I go first on this one? Sure. I love this show. I did not love the Royal Friendship Fair that happened pre-COVID, mainly because the the thought of them having some like medieval party was always kind of weird to me. Um, but th this is basically the same show as the Royal Friendship Fair, except the addition of that song. And this song makes the show at the beginning and the end. Um, and then Mickey and the gang are all in their 50th anniversary, their iridescent blue outfits that we were already talking about. Right. So... Seeing them on stage again when that came back was awesome. Um, the the character, uh, what's it called? The uh, I can't think of the the mouth move. Uh, uh, I I don't know what the like yeah. correct term is, but the, I, let's just say the talking the, character. The talking characters were part of this show, so like the eyes are blinking and the mouths are moving. I and think just, talking characters is like the most yeah. magical way to say and, that. And it feels truly magical. Yeah, watching Mickey Mouse speaking up on the up on the stage so i love this show i love that song it makes me feel good where the magic feels like home is such a better slogan than <laughs> than the, the magic is calling answer the call that it's such a better slogan oh my gosh <laughs> the magic is calling should the i Dis answer <laughs> well disney world's 50th anniversary where the magic feels like home Duh! Way better marketing slogan. Oh my gosh. So I love the Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair show. That is a big thumbs up magical for me. So I'm going to say magical too, but I am going to argue <gasps> one thing with no you. No arguing. So I don't believe that should have been the 50th anniversary slogan because it would have been gone in 18 months. Sure. Sure. And I think that that needs to stay. That's fair. So... Uh, I mean, with the other one gone, you're like, all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Because this show, this uh, that song and that show is staying. They actually just changed the outfits, essentially. And their the outfits are still end. fantastic. They're awesome. They yeah. actually still have like a little bit of a 50th vibe to them. Kind of. Because yeah. like the color scheme. I'll have to go see the show in person. Um, I do want to say I love this show. There is something so absolutely wonderful about watching these characters all sing, dance, 
interact, say all the cheesy, lovey things that you We're love. Have a swinging good time. <laughs> Not that. Oh, <laughs> like you're the best, Mickey. <laughs> and then they kiss with their nose. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> nose uh, kisses. Or Donald and Daisy kiss with their beaks. <laughs> Uh, but overall like i love a good castle show um i actually feel like we haven't seen one in a while or like together because there was for a while we would try to go live and it would rain every time oh my god that was so funny the first time we tried to record that But it was like there are multiple days that we would be like, all right, it's time to do it. And then out of nowhere, like two minutes before the show, the, the skies would open up and then you'd hear this magical voice come over. Dude, Ladies and gentlemen, due to unforeseen circumstances, this performance of Mickey's celebration, whatever, cannot continue. So here's a short version. Come on out. And they'd give you like a couple minutes of like seeing the characters, but like in or- because like the ground was wet and stuff, they yeah. couldn't have them like the dancing and all that. Yeah. And so overall, I love this. I'm excited to go see it Darn again. Unions. <laughs> we want to keep our characters safe <laughs> and the wonderful cast members. Yeah. But that song, I want it to be a full on musical. Make it happen. Yes. And that also proves, uh, unlike Enchantment, that they can actually make good music and try. Yeah. Like, seriously, though. There you go. Seriously. I love it. The end. Well, um, speaking of uh, trying or not trying, let's move on to our another our, our next uh, item up for bids here, and that is the 50th anniversary merchandise. So that includes clothing, toys, uh, plushes, cups, mugs, sippers, popcorn buckets, the works. Um, I want you to go first on this one. So sitting in front of us here, if you're watching on Patreon, patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. You can subscribe for as little as $3 a month, $9 a month if you want to see these videos. Uh, patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Um, sitting in front of us on our broadcast table here is a bunch of 50th stuff that we bought. Um, <laughs> um, thank God for discounts. Anyway, um, love merchandise. I love Disney merchandise. But overall, and I'm just going to get right to the point here. Overall, I thought the merchandise for the 50th was a complete flop. In in my opinion, as a male, there was nothing that I wanted clothing-wise aside from that one off chance that I found that Nike polo that one day at World of Disney. Other than that, there was never anything that I wanted like clothing-wise. Um, you've got your lounge fly, you've got the, your emotional support cups, as Danny calls them, <laughs> these Starbucks cups, or any sort of like plastic cup with a straw is basically what, what Danny considers an emotional support cup. And just real quick side note, the reason I call it that is because I work from home now, and yeah. I drink water from these cups all day long, sure. and it stays by my side like in some vicinity close by all day long. So yeah. it's my emotional support cup. I also have emotional support water bottles, but yes, continue. But yeah, I mean, you had like spirit jerseys and, you know, things that you got and your lounge flies and your Crocs and all that, that just, I would never purchase for myself. Um, things like the wishables at the end of the table over there, which are in our prize that we will be drawing in the next day or two, um, we'll be sending directly out to you as far as uh, for our Patreon members, somebody's going to go home with a little 50th anniversary prize pack, including those wishables. But uh, really, the only stuff that I bought as far as 50th anniversary things go are that polo shirt and this 50th anniversary golf flag, because 
that's all I really wanted. So I thought most of the merchandise, especially the clothing, was really busy and weird colors and weird fits and sizes. And I thought it was a complete flop, in my opinion. So tragical. So I'm going to go with magical because I don't think I can legally say that it's not magical with the amount of money I spent on it. (laughs) Right. Um, I also want to say that um, the reason I'm going to say it's magical is because even though everything was not for me, uh, there was something for everybody. And I liked that there were different drops. There was like the grand finale drop, like the, you know, the, this drop, the, that drop, the gold drop, the whatever. Um, the one thing I will say is I don't think I bought any ears from the 50th. I don't think you did either. The only, I was looking for a pair to put on the table. The only pair of ears I bought and we got them at a discount because of there was something wrong with them. And it was this pair. The one right here. Oh, Somebody yeah, got yeah. them for us because yep. there was something wrong with them. That's true. Um, yeah, the somewhere one with the, over the here. gold bow there. Yes. Yeah. And even then, you would never know it was the 50th. Um, so that was weird because look around. I tend to like <laughs> the ears. Yeah. And for them to not make any ears that I willingly wanted to be like, take my money now, I do think that they fell very short with that. Um I also think that they need to start making spirit jerseys in that lighter material. Yeah, for sure. Because enough is enough. We live in Florida. Yeah. You don't um, need them. I do need to buy one just to see if it feels any better. But um, I did buy a lot of like merch here and there that I really did enjoy. A lot of the stuff I liked was from the vault. But I do think that there was something for everybody. So I am going to say magical because I think they did try to like put more than just like one thing but as a female i think i had more available to you me. had much more available to you for uh, sure all right so let's move on to our next one and this is going to be fun but we're have a little clip but actually no though no. we're going to save this clip for a little bit further into the discussion okay so number nine is disney enchantment it is the fireworks show that replaced happily ever after on september 29th 2021 <laughs> now i want to know uh, what clip you have yeah no you'll know what it is in a minute okay um it replaced well happily ever after closed on september 29th 2021 and this show debuted october 1st two days later which was my birthday yeah happy birthday to you uh this show was it depend it was kind of like harmonious where it really depended on where you watched it from whether you could see or hear everything properly uh-huh and that was not good that's not a good thing you know happily ever after fills the sky and fills the the magic kingdom with sound and visuals and this there was sometimes where the show literally felt like it came to a complete stop because the music stopped and and Angela Bassett who's great at most things was kind of like whispering and you couldn't really hear it depending on where you were in the park or it would echo weird and you couldn't tell what she was saying and you're the magic so it's shows like that don't really need somebody whispering and it just it didn't flow well the music was not good the soundtrack was not great um the projections were better quality than the original happily ever after Mm -hmm. um they added lasers and projections down main street usa which was a new addition which was a cool touch i hate hearing you say nice things about enchantment (laughs) even though it wasn't the best show it did its purpose, but I'm glad it's gone, and I'm glad Happily Ever After is back now for the clip that I was going to play for you. Okay. 
They did put a little lipstick on the pig. Okay. A little bit later on where they actually added something that should have been there all along with it being a 50th anniversary celebration of Walt Disney World. All right. Now, they added what we're calling it Enchantment 2.0. Enchantment 2.0. Yes. Where they added a a new beginning and a little bit fun at the end where the new beginning was literally Walt Disney and Roy Disney speeches and music from some of the attractions at Magic Kingdom and Mickey Mouse and it was a much better beginning than the original version and for a celebration for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World those things should have been in there from the start but if you didn't get to see or hear those things here's a little bit of a a cut up of the things that they added later. World Fair. Tomorrow, a project so vast, it has already been called a whole new Disney World. As you can see on this map, we have a perfect location in Florida. There's enough land here to hold all of the ideas and plans we can possibly imagine. Walt Disney World is a tribute to the philosophy and life of Walter Goliath Disney. May Walt Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place. Oh boy, this place sure is swell. Some folks like to say that it all started with a dream, but you want to know what makes this place really special? It's you! Each and Every one of you! Anytime you set foot here, you leave this place brighter than it was before. Because you are the magic! So, that, like I said, put lipstick on a pig, a bandit on a bullet hole. Um, I did not understand the message of enchantment originally with this you are the magic sentiment. I thought there was rumors swirling that, you know, it was a tribute to the cast members that have worked there for the last 50 years saying, you are the magic. But we didn't know who they were talking about. But adding Mickey Mouse saying those things solved that. And the the beginning of the show was saved by the Walt Disney clips, the Roy Disney clips, the Parks music. So Enchantment is still getting a, a big league tragical from me. But they did make an effort before it went away to make it better, and I will give them props for that. Go ahead. So. <laughs> Sit back, everybody. <laughs> no, no, no. I, like, here's the thing. Soar in the tower. We're ready for takeoff. All right, all right. That's enough. <laughs> nice work, pal. Here's the thing. This show, when I watched Happily Ever After and on my birthday, I was I sobbed because that show is amazing and I was like there's no way what doesn't come after this isn't going to be just as amazing if not better. Holy shit, could I have not have been more wrong? The thing about this is that this show was so bad for what? 12 months? 14 months? That for the last couple of months of the show they had to add Mickey Mouse literally begging you to not hate this show. I found that so insulting for them to add that at the beginning and the end to basically be like, please don't hate this show that is so terrible. Please stop complaining about this show. In what universe did they ever change a show to this magnitude? 
to make people stop disliking it. Like the fact that they had to edit this show in the fourth quarter of the 18 months, that tells me that they know how badly they messed this up. Um, also, the music is garbage. I don't know who the composer is, but like I went to school with people who are just out of music school who could have com composed better music in their dreams. Like Angela Bassett is also an icon. She's wonderful, but her voice just did not really fit the castle show. Just overall, um, I could not have been more disappointed and nothing will ever be more tragical in any episode of magical or tragical <laughs> than this <Very> show. <laughs> Somebody could literally like, I don't even know, push me off of like splash mountain. And I would have found that more magical than I found enchantment. And <laughs> okay. It's aggressive. I like, but the thing is, there are moments in that show that should have been really bleeping easy. Okay. She censored herself that time. <laughs> I did. No, I, cause I was going to drop an, <laughs> a fairy bomb. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um, for one, speaking of fairies, when Tinkerbell comes out, how is it that you guys did so terribly, but nobody had any idea Tinkerbell was coming out unless you had seen the show like three or four times. Yeah. In every single castle show, y'all make it so obvious. There was no proper buildup to it's it. It's like, you can fly, 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 fly. Did you get it? She's going to fly. Like, and this one was like, there was no buildup. At the very heart of a castle show, Tinkerbell is going to fly and you're warning people to be ready. How did you even mess that up? Y'all, y'all just, I tell, I'm telling you, Disney will never bleep up this much again on a castle show okay yes because luckily we, this is the last time we're ever going to talk about it mm, i don't know no it is but all i'm saying is we know that they know how badly they messed up because they put a band-aid over the bullet hole in the fourth quarter and it was so just like insulting to be like oh, it's you stop begging me to like this show it's not gonna happen <laughs> Stop trying to make enchantment happen. It's never going to happen. The end. Um, and here's the award for the most tragical of all tragicals to enchantment. The end. <laughs> you know who's awesome? It's you. <laughs> here's the thing. I'm such a Mickey Mouse stan. If I see Mickey, I will cry. And the fact that that didn't fix it for me lets you know how bad this was. It did make it better, but it didn't help. <sighs> better. Okay. So, Disney Enchantment is now sparkling off into Disney history. You mean burning in <laughs> hell? <laughs> Christmas. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever you say. But this is the last time we're ever going to talk about that show, hopefully. Burning um, in bleep. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Disney Enchantment is gone. Um, tragical for me. Super tragical for Danny. And we're going to move on to our next topic here. Don't say anything about Enchantment. We're done talking about that. Fine. All right. Number 10. I want you to go with this one here because this is one you wanted to put on the list. So um, number 10 is going to be pumpkin carriages instead of Mickey pumpkins. So this is the other Main Street decoration that we were talking about that I said we we're going to touch on later. Yes. So one of the things about Halloween is that uh, iconically... There are Mickey pumpkins all over Main Street, all down Main Street. People come from far and wide to see the Mickey pumpkins. 
Um, I had been wanting my entire life to see the Mickey pumpkins. My mom planned a visit to see the Mickey pumpkins and guess what? They had a, <laughs> an amazing idea to change to these hideous pumpkin carriages. They were gold. I would say hideous. All right. Whatever. They were hideous. <laughs> um, I was not impressed with them. And when I found out that they were going to be in place of the Mickey pumpkins, I was just like, really? First, you give me enchantment. Now you take away my Mickey pumpkins. Are you trying to hurt me, Disney? Um, the second year, so like we had two Halloweens during that time. The second year, <laughs> people complained so much, they actually pulled them down <laughs> and, and put Mickey pumpkins back up. So I think they got the message. A lot of people were very upset. They didn't find them. They feel like fall, but they don't feel like Halloween. Right. And they feel a little too like... I don't know. What's the word Majestic? like? No, no, no. What like when who like hoity toity? Yeah, nose up, from pinky to the sky. Yeah, like ooh, I'm Halloween. Like the entire Grand Floridian. Yes. Yes, basically, <laughs> and it just didn't feel like it belonged. So I'm gonna give a capital T tragical for that. Um. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind them as much as Danny did, but I do love the Mickey pumpkins. I think walking down Main Street and around the hub, seeing the Mickey pumpkins like kind of flickering. Um. I thought that was a really, really great touch during Halloween season, but having them not there definitely felt weird, but I'm not going to go on some weird rant or anything like that. Um, but I will vote them tragical because I do think they were unwarranted and unnecessary um, because I do love the iconic Mickey pumpkins. So tragical for me as well. I will also just note real quick that they probably, if they had done something like um, the Mickey pumpkins with the Cinderella castle, somehow like added or vice versa, they had a note to either one of them. They could have fixed it, but taking away the Mickey pumpkins altogether is what made it not great. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to our next one. And it right is right behind you, by the way. The, yeah. <laughs> it is the 50th anniversary logo. And I, I guess I'll go first here. Meh. It was okay. Um, it's a giant five with a little zero that's like superscript on, on the right side. Um, I don't really see any reasoning behind it, liking it or disliking it in any particular way. Um, I did like the gold castle in the background. I thought that was nice, uh, but the uh, the actual five zero I thought was you know very generic and okay. Now, I had heard something about this logo that I didn't know. Okay, do you know what I'm gonna get at? I don't know. Is it what I would I talked about the other day? Yeah, I think so. Maybe it was from you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I did not realize this, but apparently it's like a sideways steamboat willy or right. something. Um, I don't see it. Where 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 am I looking here? Because I see the fiftieth logo here, and this is great for your camera. But um, is this like the top of the five supposed to be the hat? So if you're looking at the fiftieth, what you're seeing is yeah, like the that's half of him. And if you did a second one. Is the zero supposed to be an ear? No, the zero is like his head, and this is supposed to be his hat. So you kind of have like, if you flipped it over, it's supposed to be like a hidden Mickey, yeah. a hidden Steamboat Willie. I don't see it. So I see it. Okay. If you see it, great. But I, I definitely don't see it. And, and things like that should be really obvious. Kind of like the Disneyland Paris 30th logo that's very clearly a mouse. 
Um, I mean, I also don't know if somebody said it and like it was just kind of like, I see it. Like if you look in the clouds and people are like, do you see that? Yeah, it may be not even intentional. Um, but th- thought the logo was okay. The logo was slapped on literally everything. Um, just not a huge fan of so it. So when I see that, I see the five is his hat. The under five is his the f- side of his face and the zero is his ear. And then if you put another one mirrored on the other side. I mean, I guess I kind of see that now. I don't know. It's still not great. Um, 50th logo, um, neutral on it. So I guess I'll lean tragical. I'm going to go magical. Um, I, when this started, somebody pointed out that it was a hidden Steamboat Willie, and I was like, sold. (laughs) (laughs) In case you didn't know, Danny's obsessed with Steamboat Willie. Yeah, I have quite the collection. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, it's not like, you know not newsworthy or anything but no that's that's what i do collect steamboat willie yeah um i also really just love the look that it brought to the castle the castle does look great it it kind of was like the cherry on the dessert so to say um because it brought the entire look together so i'm gonna lean magical for this one all right so let's move on to our next one and let's touch on i don't know if you've ever actually seen this or not I have. I've seen it. Uh, the Let the Magic Begin. Well, not in person, just on video. Oh, okay. The Let the Magic Begin rope drop show. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, <laughs> magical? Yeah. I'm going to say magical because they... I think any way to kick off a day and make it feel special deserves to feel magical. I will say I don't find any morning magical. <laughs> so, sure. Yeah. So I don't intend on seeing it anytime soon. But I think that it, like if I'm somewhere and some it makes something feel much bigger than what you know it makes that moment feel very special i think that it deserves to get a a, a magical stamp of approval what about you there is something pretty surreal about working at um my spot in frontierland uh-huh um on some days where i hear the let the magic begin rope drop show throughout the park like because you can hear it in the speakers around the park cause so the other cast and stuff knows that people are about to be you know, the wildebeesting, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you hear the whole show, and it's like Mickey and the gang is like, welcoming everybody, and that's always great to see them first thing in the morning. And then they do a big "Let the magic begin," and then there's a the music, and then all of a sudden it's like here comes literally like the scene from the lion king like the wildebeest (laughs) rope droppers are coming around the corner running towards big thunder mountain or splash mountain or wherever they're heading whichever land they're going to um but the way to kick off the day i think it's great when the characters are out there first thing in the morning it's it's such a nice start and it gets you you know hyped for your day at magic kingdom right it makes Um, it feel special yeah so uh, anytime there's a rope drop show i'm gonna vote it magical i do not like the the way that the newest one that just started kind of throws you out to the park. I thought the let the magic begin was a really nice touch um, to literally let the magic begin. Your day at the magic kingdom is starting and right now. And I thought it was a downgrade for the new show, but I really did like the man let the magic begin 50th rope drop show. Nice. All right. Well, we are going to move on to the fab 50 statues. Let's do it. What do you think about them? I love them. I think they were wonderful touches to the park. I hope they never go away. Um, just adding more character anything to the parks is a uh, is an absolute must. The Fab 50 statues were spread across the four parks. Most of them were in the Magic Kingdom, a large number of them. Um, 
all throughout the hub and through the different lands. You almost didn't don't even notice some of them unless you're looking for them. Like specifically, like Mickey, Pluto, Donald, Goofy, Daisy, all of them are in the hub area. But as you kind of explore outside the hub area, you find little ones like Orange Bird in Adventureland, and you find Abu at the at the top of Adventureland's gate. And, you know, different, uh, uh, what is it, Gus Gus and Jacques are over by one of the turrets on the right side. And just, they're kind of hidden everywhere all throughout the park. And I think that's such a nice touch. And the gold is a really sharp look for those character statues. Yeah. So I, I really loved the addition of those. I hope they never go away. I'm sure the 50th logo on them will probably go away at some point. But they are called the Fab 50. There was 50 statues. So you instead of saying... You know, we're celebrating the 50th anniversary. That 50 could literally mean just the Fab 50 statue set. Yeah. And so they may not change that 50th logo or paint over it or whatever they're going to do. But um, I hope the, the statues are here to stay because they do add a really nice aesthetic to all the parks. So big time magical for me. I'm going to go with magical too. Um, I also want to say that it feels even more magical when you're wearing the Magic Band Plus. Yeah. And you walk up and the statues interact with you. And also sometimes if you're like, you know, booking it through the park, um, more recently, recently when my mom and sister were here, uh, my sister was wearing her Magic Band Plus and every time it vibrated, she'd be like, wait, it vibrated. <laughs> it vibrated. <laughs> go to TikTok, go watch that. Um, but she would say, what, like, what did I just walk by? And so it would make us almost stop and go look because yeah. sometimes if it was like darker outside, we wouldn't see it. And it made us slow down a little bit and look at those things. Um, I also kind of wish that we had done the, like the, like go to see each one and try to like collect all of them. But I know we saw all of them, but just like we didn't organize our, you know, trying to find all of them on like the Play Disney app or anything like that. I was going to say what, that, what Danny means by collecting them is in the Play Disney app, which is an entirely separate app from the My Disney Experience app. It's kind of like a gameplay type app where you can actually use your Magic Band Plus that's linked to your app to collect the... It's like a scavenger hunt for the 50 statues. So anytime you would find one, you kind of wave your, your wrist around until it activates, and then it would show on the app that you literally collected it as part of the scavenger hunt. So that was a really cool thing. I think a lot of people didn't really know about because it wasn't in the actual Disney app. Right. And so I'm going to definitely give that a big time magical. And I, yeah. I also hope that they don't go anywhere. I hope that they continue to utilize those. For sure. For sure. All right. Next, we're going to go. Um, we're just going to touch on this really quick. Yeah. Um, special snacks and drinks, kind of like Walt's chili. Yeah. I'm going to go with tragical on this one. I don't disagree. Um, reason for this is I literally can't think of one thing that I particularly enjoyed other than a special spring roll. I was going to say, you, I know you liked the 50th anniversary spring roll. But the thing is, I cannot give it a magical based on one spring roll. <laughs> sure. Like, I sure. should have been, uh, like, overrun with fun snacks because we love to fu try fun snacks. Um, and the other thing is, I love blue but everything was blue. <laughs> and you know what happens when you eat blue icing? Your blue tongue, tongue. Your, your tongue turns blue. Your teeth turn blue. Um, everything was pretty, but like 
How much blue icing can you eat? Not enough. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not, so, a f- no, I'm not a big dessert fan, so I, I, that I, stuff doesn't really appeal I to me. I do enjoy a good dessert, and I do think some of the desserts were pretty, but I just wasn't very... Nothing stood out. It just felt like it kind of like some stuff was sprinkled in. So um, that's fair. That's fair. So that's how I feel about that. So I'm going to give it tragical. What about you? I'm going to say tragical as well, just because there wasn't a lot of things that were even memorable enough for me to even think about when having this conversation. I put Walt's chili on there specifically because I really liked it. Um, That was probably my favorite thing, uh, whether it was on. in a bread bowl or on a hot dog. It was a different type of chili than that pretty generic chili that you get pretty much anywhere you order, like chili cheese or or whatever. It was a different kind of chili that I really enjoyed. Um, but other than that, I can't think of a snack off the top of my head because I didn't like that 50th anniversary spring roll, the one with the pastrami and whatever I loved it. else was in it because <laughs> I don't like pastrami. But um, tragical for me just because there really wasn't anything super special for the 50th um, snack and drink wise that I can think of. Um, There's a couple of cocktails that had like a glow cube and stuff in it and, you know, things that were very sweet and not really for me. Uh, So I'm going to vote tragical on that one as well. Well, we're going to move on to the next thing, which is bump, 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 Life is no way. Yes, I did that. You're welcome. I was going to do it with my voice. I didn't even know you did that. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. That was amazing. That's what I was talking about the other night when I was going to start adding some fun stuff back in there. (laughs) That's why I'm going to marry you. Kite. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's amazing. I did not know he was going to do that. So in, case, so in case you didn't know, um, the next one is Kite Tales. Kite <laughs> I can't even get through this. Um, there were multiple shows. Um, we had The Lion King. We had Jungle Book. And we had we had one more. Didn't we? Not with the kites. Oh. There was like another, like those puppet things. Oh, the, um, yes, the Finding Nemo. <sighs> Thank you. That's what it was. Um, so for this one, I'm going to go with magical. <laughs> what? So. Oh my gosh. I don't care what anyone says. The first time I went to go see this. Go see what? Kite. <laughs> uh, I, wait, what was it that I saw? Kite. Um, so I went there when Bill was working one day and I decided I was going to record all of the, all of the, uh, now I will say that it was really unfortunate that there wasn't any like coverage when you were sitting there. Cause I definitely thought I was going to have like some sort of a heat stroke. I was so overheated. My phone overheated. But watching those kites fly around the lagoon to music was the most (laughs) ridiculous, beautiful thing 
I had ever seen. And I swear if somebody had looked at my face, I probably would have looked like a kid on Christmas morning because I was just so like, I just found it so wonderfully charming and fun. And I don't think everything has to be all like insanely like huge to be fun. And I appreciated it for what it was. Um, and I will, I will miss it. The, the biggest downfall of Kite Tales was Kite. <laughs> the biggest downfall was the fact that it, because it was during the summer, you would sit on the benches and you would roast. And if it had happened at night, I think that show would have been way more popular. I don't know if they would have been able to do it at night, though. If they had like lights in there and stuff. Maybe Light Tales? Light Tales. <laughs> Did you record that version too? No, I did not. <laughs> so I'm going to go with magical. I think it was per perfection <sighs> at the heart of it. Wow. Um, and I think that surprising. It, really? Yeah. I, I literally bought a Kite Tails pin the other kite day because <laughs> I loved it. And I always say that I liked it. How Everyone listening to the show is forever going to sing that song when they hear the, <laughs> the word Kite Tails. Kite Tails. Woo. Kite Tails. <laughs> um so i thought it was magical and i i really enjoyed that show and i wish they had done more with keeping people a little cooler when they were watching it um because i thought it was wonderful sorry <laughs> that show was um what i would call a beautiful disaster it was it was fun in theory but in reality those kites looked so weird and the music was fun. I like. They were kites. I know, but they looked weird. <laughs> they like were I, kites. Like I thought, we were, they were going to be a lot more like the Macy's Day balloon type looking things, where they actually look like the characters. There's a reason those dumb balloons go like two, I, I like point I, two miles I know, down the street. I know, but they would have been made of a different material or, or whatever. But Can I don't you know what. Imagine I was, them going that slow around the lake. Truthfully, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. What we got. But when I saw it, I was like... Um, everything from... There was just no like rhyme or reason behind the show where where it was going and then the music would go and like you would think there'd be some sort of choreography with the with the jet skis and the, and the kites, but they just kind of went in circles and then the music would end and like the jet ski would still be coming in to you know, bring them in for the landing. You're <laughs> not telling me that watching those kites land wasn't wonderful. I didn't, I wasn't there yet. Literally. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen because the, it, the Disney internet community, when this show first started, thought that the kites crashing to the ground was not part of the show. So everyone was like kite fails and like, Oh yeah. Calling it like a disaster. And, and like these kites were flying and crashing into the seats. And it was like, no, that's totally on purpose. Like they have to come down somewhere safely. Uh, but the, the show itself, the music was fun. Uh, it was like you said, it was way too hot on those benches. It was so it was, hot. It, there was no, it was a terrible timing to do that show right when it started to get really hot in Florida. And so between that and the, the look of the kites was not great and the music did not flow well with the show, 
the show itself didn't really do anything. Uh, I thought this was a, a failure of epic proportions. <gasps> and in fact, I was sitting there one day when I watched uh, Baloo literally get torn by a tree. It's tear. <laughs> like, he was way off course. It was a disaster. It was not Disney quality show. So big thumbs down for me for Kite Tales. A woo. I just want to point out that I loved the 25th anniversary Kate Castle and Bill hated it. And I loved Kite Tales and Bill hated it. I like fun things. Ha. You don't. Kite Tales. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next, we're going to uh, talk about, and I don't want to talk about this for too long. No. Because this is kind of upsetting. Um, the best thing to come out of, in my opinion, one of the best things is Harmonious. And that's the next thing we're going to talk about. Um, this show was the people at Disney putting together what they do best. Mm hmm uh, every time I saw the show, I got more and more appreciation from it. It had heart. The music was beautifully composed. The fireworks, the lights, the screens, everything about this show was epic. So before, um, before you continue, if you haven't seen Harmonious, first of all, go to youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. You can see a beautiful 4K video of Harmonious on our YouTube channel. Um, go check it out. It's one of our top viewed videos ever but i wanted to give you a little bit of a sampling of the music here in case you hadn't seen it where disney music was sung in different languages and the colors were amazing and all that stuff but i want to give you a little bit of a, a sampling of said music from the two best parts of the show And this is the finale. Uh, there is more heart in what you just played than there was in the entirety of Enchantment <laughs> or, or Enchantment 2.0. And I'm, I'm, be, I'm just being serious. Um, I'm not being facetious. Um, overall, I think this show would have stayed if a, all the babies out there, and I say babies as an insult, not like actual babies, <laughs> weren't didn't complain about the barges. I'm sorry. You wanted to look at the back of the America stage? Get over yourself, dummies. Like, what is wrong with you? That show was amazing. And you know what? I hope that you get stuck on It's a Small World for 24 hours. Everybody who complained about the barges. Oh, my. I mean, everything about being there with the barges, even when they weren't in use, they would put something on the screens. When I did Run Disney, it felt so epic running through with the Run Disney characters moving on the screens and the barges, like, all lit up. And it's going to feel so empty. 
And I hate that people complain about the barges as much as they did saying they were an eyesore. You know what? If you complain about it, you're an eyesore. So uh, Harmonious was magical and enjoy small world. <laughs> um, I loved Harmonious. I loved the show. I loved the visuals. I loved the, um, the new technology that was used with the pyro and the uh, the screens and the the water screens and the water effects and the lasers. It was amazing. It was an incredible feat of technology for that show. I loved the show. That being said, I am not one of those people who complained incessantly about the barges ruining my sight lines. What sight line? <laughs> I'm not the, one of those people that incessantly complained about that kind of thing. I do somewhat agree that they were ugly during the day. They were ugly during the day. I could avoid them by walking 200 yards to my left or 200 yards to my right and looking across the water. And then there was nothing blocking my view from Norway across to Italy. But like, what I do you want to see? That's what I'm saying. I could see across the water, no problem. Yes, were they a little bit of an eyesore when you're walking from then future world into world showcase, when you're looking straight out onto the lagoon and you see this giant metal ring that doesn't really feel like it belongs there? Yes, it was a little bit of an eyesore during the day. However, until harmonious started nothing was on anything so as soon as it got dark you literally didn't even notice that stuff was out there so during the day they were ugly the fountains did not look as good as they did in the concept art that was originally um, drawn up Uh, but I do think having those ugly barges out there during the day was worth every second of that show at night I totally agree I loved going to that show. I loved the music. I loved the visuals. And please go watch our video because I think it's the best video on YouTube. It gives you the best feel of that show from the best angle and the best audio. I will forever love this show. I'm really sad that it's gone. I'm like, I'm that's I'm genuinely I'm sad that it's gone. Like I loved this show. It made me feel things. It made me feel good far more than Epcot Forever or Illuminations Reflections of Earth ever did. Illuminations was our show that told us that we it was time to leave Epcot like my entire life because we my entire family did not like that show. I like the music from Epcot Forever, but it's nothing compared to Harmonious. It's just like a little blip. Yeah, it's just it's a fun fireworks show with some old Epcot music. And, and that's great. It's a good temporary show, which it's been three times. Um, but Harmonious was awesome. I don't I don't, uh, I'm trying to think of what I want to say here. I don't think that having the barges out there was the problem, but people made it the problem. And I don't think it was worth dismantling millions of dollars worth of staging and technology just because you couldn't see across the water from one vantage point. So, Harmonious gets an absolute magical for me. I love this show. I'll miss this show. I will be watching our video going forward anytime that I want to watch the show again. The music is available on Spotify. The music is iconic. It's Disney music in different languages. And people say it was very similar to a Magic Kingdom show where it was just kind of a glorified clip show, which in some ways it was, but it did connect the entire world showcase with Disney music in different languages. And I thought that was exactly what Epcot needed. Also, what do you want your Disney World? Like, right? you know what I mean? Like, I just, I feel now that it's gone, I'm also, 
I I feel comfortable placing blame on the people who complained because yeah. I don't think they had any right to like how could you how could well how could you complain about the show that all the heart technology talent was put into and not throw an absolute like bleep fit about (laughs) enchantment like how was that not yeah how did they not replace it with happily ever after like two days in if if enchantment whiffed on the soundtrack harmonious crushed yeah i think they put all their talent into the harmonious It, it, it feels that way like like it feels like they pour, they only had like this much money and they were like somebody was pouring the money into the harmonious jar and then they were like oh nothing left yeah <laughs> and i just i will anytime i hear somebody complain about that i will always it will always annoy me because i think that i don't know there's a certain type of person that complains about that and i don't appreciate them uh not giving that show the props that it deserved. I do wish there was one way, and this definitely would have saved Harmonious, but I wish there was some way that those barges could have been lowered a bit into the water or, you know, driven backstage. That would have saved Or something. But the fact that they were out there anchored and really tall and really big did, did not fit the eye very well during the day it never bothered me and i think that it made all of the times that they use them very feel very epic and i think it's going to feel empty and it's gonna be weird i really do hope that you get stuck on it for 24 hours (laughs) Uh, you get stuck on small world so i love harmonious you love harmonious um, I'm sad that it's gone, but it lives forever on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash couple of hoppers. Yes. So we're, we're going to wrap up. We've got two more yep. and then our final thoughts. Um, so what, a, what a segue. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> and other things that were wrapped up, the monorail wrap. And I don't know why we didn't what put this. What monorail wrap? <laughs> what do you mean? It was like the f- half of the first car on the gold monorail. Oh, well, there was also <laughs> the bus wraps. It was also sure, the sure. Uh, Skyliner wraps. Okay. So overall, the wraps across Disney transportation. Um, I'm going to go with magical because it made, it reminded you what you were here for. Sure. Um, I think that those are little details they didn't have to do, but it made it feel more special and they were very, very pretty. Um, So I'm going to go with magical for the wraps because I think it just adds another step up of feeling like, you're there for something special before you even enter a park. Sure. I completely forgot that we were going to talk about bus wraps and all this stuff because I did think the bus wraps look good and some of the Skyliner wraps look good. But if we were just talking about the monorail wrap, I, oh, yee. What, why did we stop there? It was half of the first car on, <laughs> on, the, on the gold monorail, uh, the one that goes in between Epcot and Magic Kingdom. Um, why we did half a car, I have no idea. When you look out at Disneyland and they wrapped an entire monorail for the 100th anniversary, that would have been way cooler. Sure. But um, if we're going to count the bus wraps and the Skyliner wraps, and then, you know, I guess you're right. You know, you know what you're there for and all that. So, um, but I'm still going to vote tragical. That's fair. But I did like some of the wraps. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. before you're even in a park, you it feels like, oh, look what I'm here for. Look what's happening right now. And I think that was kind of cool. But I definitely see why you would say tragical. All right. And the last one we're going to talk about is the Cinderella Castle makeover. Um, How about you go first? Let's start at the beginning. Okay. When 
during COVID. I was, I was literally going to talk Why about that. Just, I think it was pr- just prior to COVID, I think they started it. Um, getting ready, getting Cinderella Castle ready for the 50th anniversary. Yes. Um, I remember when the parks were closed for four months and they had started painting towards the end of it. Um, I remember <laughs> the first picture I saw is somebody snapped a photo from the contemporary and you could see the the blue or the purple or whatever the heck it was at first on the turrets and it was like Ugh! <laughs> what is that that looks terrible it was like a nice like sky blue before and then it was just this really dark it was blue. a drastic change it was like whoa and it was really shiny it looked terrible in the sun and it was like uh-oh that's not gonna look good and then you heard it was gonna be pink and rose gold and all this other stuff and you're like oh this might be ugly but much like things, they get better over time. And the blue was less shiny off the sun. They put a new coat on it at some point. And, but I thought the pink looked really good and the rose gold looked really good. And then the alternating colored grays on the, like the bricks or the cement or whatever it is on the bottom, um, that looks really good as well. And the finished product with all the, the paint done plus all the embellishments that were on the castle, on the turrets, all the little like ribbons and the 50th emblem and all that stuff. I thought the castle looked awesome by the time it was done. And it still looks awesome. Even with the 50th emblem gone and the iconic clock visible again, it still looks great. And I hope they don't paint it for a while because I do like the way it looks. Um, I don't know what they would paint it to look like in the future, <laughs> baby um, blue and, are, are and white like or something. Black? Are we going What if they like... went back to like the like twenty five years ago where it was just like a very like b- muted color? What if they went like gray and black for whenever that sky blue villain section opens? Oh How cool gosh. would that be? No, thank you. That'd be awesome. Um, but I love the way the fiftieth castle looks um, all the way down Main Street, even right up against it. It looks great. So um, I'm voting a big time magical for the makeover. Um, I'm going to say magical as well. I also think it's hilarious that you were going to talk about how at the beginning when we saw them painting it, it they for, for some reason the original paint was like very shiny. Very shiny. And it was almost like if you took pictures at a certain time of day, the, cast- <laughs> the castle had like... if. Reflections Yeah, of like refle- <laughs> reflections of magic. Um, so the final product is just so beautiful. Um, and the colors are just perfection on the castle. Um, I, and I do think that as they take all of this off, it's going to look really good. So I'm going to go with magical as well. Absolutely. So... With that said, that wraps up our episode of Magical or Tragical, the Walt Disney World 50th Anniversary Edition. Um, Overall review of the 50th anniversary. Real quick, let's just kind of go back and forth here. Um, I found it incredibly underwhelming as far as a major milestone anniversary celebration. And granted, we went through a freaking pandemic in the middle of it. So things that were supposed to happen didn't happen. Things that, that were supposed to happen got pushed back. Things got canceled. Things got put in a medically induced coma for the near future. We don't know if any of that stuff that was originally announced, especially the stuff for Epcot, if it's ever going to happen. We don't know. So ultimately, I think there was a lot planned, but the the rug got swept out from underneath those plans because of the pandemic. And so I don't think we'll ever fully realize what the 50th was going to be, but I think 
personally, for what we got, it was underwhelming, and I would vote tragical. Oh, you're giving it an overall vote. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to vote magical. Sure. Because here's the thing. It's good to disagree. Um, overall, this company stayed afloat and did a actually like just like anything in life, there were aspects of it that they probably could have done better, but the rest of the world was literally shut down and they still threw an 18 month birthday party sure. and they still made it feel magical in some ways. And they went like they like things like the, uh, what is it? The cavalcades, they went out of their way to, to be flexible. So I agree with you. Was the 50th anniversary supposed to look different than it did before a global pandemic? I would a hundred percent love to see those plans sure. because I bet they looked very different. Same. But I do think that they did their, the best that they could. Um, and I think there are a lot of moving pieces. So I'm going to give it a magical. And as much as I'm glad to see it done, I'm grateful that we got to be here for all of it. Sure. Yeah. Um, After a while, it was like, is this over yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of why I was feeling that way. Yeah. But also, like, for me, like, I was here for the 25th anniversary. Now I'm here for the 50th. How yeah. cool is that? I'm here for the 75th. Yeah. And the 100th. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. Um, last thing I want to ask before we let our friends go. Uh, what was your favorite thing? The Spaceship Earth Lights. That was my absolute favorite thing that they added for the 50th anniversary uh, every time I walk into Epcot, it feels different now at night. Uh, just seeing all the, the different presentations on Spaceship Earth. And I hope that never goes away. I hope it even gets updated. I don't know. But it's the best thing that, that came out of the 50th anniversary was those uh, the lights on Spaceship Earth. Okay. How about you? Um, I'm going to go with Enchantment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going uh, to go with Harmonious. Oh, uh, you're going to go with Harmonious? Yeah, Harmonious. Because I thought that was the quintessential Disney performance all put together tied with a beautiful bow. Sure. And, um, I think that was, that's one thing that I will sorely miss and it will be sorely missed. Um, unless you're somebody who wants to ride (laughs) small world 24 hours a day, which is what you deserve. Uh, if you don't like harmonious, but overall, like I, I will miss that. So, um, So that wraps up, not just for us, but for Walt Disney World, the 50th anniversary. One thing that has returned since, and we wanted to mention this, is Happily Ever After has returned. Like I told you all, and if you go back and listen to the episodes, I believed it would return. I always believed it would return. And it did. And they... (laughs) (laughs) Um, they just perfected it they just kind of tweaked it a little bit and i'm so excited to watch it with the projections we got to go and watch the preview so if you go to youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers watch the video give it a like share it with somebody all of that goes a long way to help us grow and we made sure that we had a beautiful 4K video for you before that show ever happens. So help us out and show a little love. Um, I will say that I'm very excited to go there and watch it without having to worry about recording a video, even though I cried the entire 18 minutes. In our pictures, you can see that I was just happy sobbing. 
Um, how happy are you to have this back? So thrilled. Uh, getting the chance to go to that cast preview and see it before anyone else really made my year, honestly. Um, it was so great to see my favorite Castle show back because I really, truly did feel like it was never coming back. I and really, I, be- I, I believe. And I truly don't think that was ever part of the plan to bring it back. But, but the, didn't I tell you? Didn't I believe? You did. You did if you believe. Yes. Um, I just, I'm so happy it's back. I'm so happy we can go see a Castle show that we love. We added actually something to watch at Magic anytime. Kingdom again. <laughs> so, yeah. Happily Ever Being Back is the best. Yes. I mean, I'm so thrilled. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to go live there for a while just because it's going to be so chaotic. Yeah. I'm also glad that we got to watch without anybody putting their kids on their shoulders in front of us. Um, so I'm very excited to go there and just enjoy it again soon. Um, but at this moment, we are going to be letting you guys go. If you're one of our patrons, thank you so much for watching. We love you guys so much. If you're listening, make sure that you uh leave a review leave us a comment interact with us or just drop us a message and say hi and let us know what you'd like to hear from us in the future because now that the 50th anniversary is wrapped up the world is our magical oyster and we're just so excited for everything that's coming in the future and until next time we'll see you around the parks thanks for listening to a couple of park hoppers podcast don't forget to rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify and all other podcast platforms be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Park Hoppers Show. Visit YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos, live streams, and more. And don't miss out on your chance to play your part in the magic by visiting patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the, the parks. parks.